Welcome listeners. This is the Wedded Wellness Podcast. I'm Ashley, your host, and I'm here to share all things well-being with you. Maybe you are a newly engaged human. Maybe you're already married. Maybe you don't care about any of that. You're just like living your life really well. Awesome. Thanks for listening. So today I talk with Stasi Leahy, and I love that Stasi talks a little about caring what other people think of us. This is something that so many of us struggle with, even the most confident of people. It's just really hard not to care, right? So getting in touch with who we are as a human and learning about our reactions can help with that constant worry about what other people think. Maybe that's related to your wedding or your Instagram feed or your parenting style. I know I'm guilty of that for sure. We're all just doing the best we can, right? So Stasi also draws on some really great parallels to our yoga practice in, in that to everyday life. So thanks to Sassy for being so vulnerable and sharing her ongoing learnings. And thanks to you for listening in. Do you remember planning your wedding? Are you planning it right now and thinking, why is this so stressful? You're not alone. With budgets to juggle, big plans to make, and friends and family to keep happy, Wedding planning has become less about fun and more about work. Wedded Wellness is here to provide health and wellness tools to ease your stress and create routines that enable you to remain calm and strong on your big day and beyond. Because stress will always be with us. And what better than to cultivate wellness and identify your best self as you move into any stage of life. This is the Wedded Wellness Podcast. Hi everyone! Welcome to the Wedded Wellness Podcast. We're here today with Stasi Leahy. Stasi is a yoga teacher. She is a YouTube channel celebrity, um, and <laughs> she's a connector. She's a profound connector, and oh, we're super happy she's you. here. Thanks, Stasi. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, I of love course. you, Stasi. We've been we've been friends for a while, mm-hmm. but Stasi's the kind of person that the more you get to know her, you like you get through the layers and layers, and you're like, wow, I like really like you, and I want to hang out with you more. Oh, <laughs> I love that. It's true. It's it's my. Um, my fear of vulnerability sometimes I don't like show everyone right away but the fact that I feel so comfortable with you you get to see more so it's good thank you thank you thank you you. Mm -hmm. I learned a lot from Stassi um a lot about yoga and a lot about about that vulnerability um and so she's gonna share with us today kind of how it's worked in her life and how it's brought her to where she's at today. Mm-hmm. Sassy, tell us about Inquire to Inspire, which is such a cool project. Yes. So if you don't know, now you're going to know. <laughs> uh, I have created this platform. We call it a media platform called Inquire to Inspire with um, my friend and now peer, a co-worker. His name is Austin Beery of Beery Visuals. Check him out. Um, <laughs> and... It's yoga classes integrated with music um, and interviews with different students within the yoga community, uh, interviews with the musicians that we're working with and highlighting and showcasing um, to bring awareness to the healing properties of yoga and music and conversation, what it looks like when we connect with ourselves, when we connect with art, when we connect with each other and how we feel when we feel connected. So it's been a really fun process, uh, a lot of scary moments at times, but a lot of really joyful, um, exciting moments too. So you can find us on YouTube, Inquire to Inspire, 
subscribe to our channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we're doing right now. It's so beautiful. I, yeah. I had the privilege of being on one of well, one, the upcoming months yeah, here of episodes gonna, yes, so four, four yoga classes. Yes. And I was blown away at the professionalism and, and the execution of this. I mean, it is stunning. How long is it taking you oh to gosh. really build this out? Oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, I remember probably three years ago, maybe four years ago, sitting um, in the office of my last job. And if anyone knows Yoga Girl, Rachel Braffin. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say her last name? I think so. Braffin. Yeah. Braffin. Braffin. Yoga Rachel, Girl. <laughs> however you say your last name, we love you. We do. Um, I was looking at her Instagram and I was just like, ugh, I am feeling drawn to to this practice and so it's been an idea in the back of my head for the last like four years and then um I started planning just what I would maybe want it to look like I didn't really think that I was going to do it about a year ago Mm -hmm. like you know this would be fun one day you know and then um I went through this leadership training course last fall and I started to uncover the things that held me back from actually doing it and the stories and the narratives that I had in my mind that um, didn't want me to do it, that wanted to keep me safe and realizing that it wasn't serving what I wanted to create. So fast track to May of 2019, um, I started putting pen to paper and started typing things out and started to um, conceptualize this idea a little bit more and then it's been like an everyday thing <laughs> since then right a little bit every day since May so it's been a long process and we just launched November 4th of this year so six months is that like six months it's like six months right before we actually oh right yeah right? six like months, six of months of like active work, work yeah. of not seeing anything really it's a long time yeah Without releasing it. Good for mm-hmm. you to be so patient. <laughs> yeah. I was anticipating it. I was so excited. I know. It's so so that's, I love that you say the vulnerability of, uh, you were talking about like the things that were holding you back. Mm-hmm. And I think before we ever jump into new things, there's so many things that will hold us back. And often it's just up in our heads. Yes. Do you mind sharing any of the things that were holding you back from diving oh, into this? yeah. Yeah. I had... And I still have, I I get to, I get to recognize that it's something that I'm still actively working on because, um, I think it's important that we speak to our struggles as human beings, right? So I'm still actively working on how I value other people's opinions of me, right? So I want everyone to like me. I grew up in a lot of different family dynamics and because of that, I had to, I had to put on different masks or different ways of of being so that way whatever family dynamic I was in, I fit in, right? So I'm very conscious of how people receive me and um, because of that, then I can sometimes uh, compromise my most authentic self so I fit in. So being really aware of that during this project and trying not to compromise. No, we're going to take out trying. <laughs> Being committed to not compromising who I am. Um, so that way I can share who I am. You know, um, 
And then other things that have held me back is my fear of sharing my voice and feeling like people won't get me at my my most authentic mm. being, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I share who I am, will people even understand who I am? Will mm-hmm. they get what I'm trying to 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 convey, the message I'm trying to convey? Will people want to work with me? You know, there's a lot of fear in in how people will, will receive me. I want to fit in, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's something that we can all um, relate to as a human race, as a human being, is the desire to fit in and realizing um, that we we're better together. We are better together. Mm-hmm. I resonate with that so much that the, uh, the need to please other mm-hmm. people... I wish I could say I did not care at all what people thought of me, but that's not real life. Um, yeah. Well, and, you know, we talk about weddings and how this the process of planning a wedding is preparing for something huge in your life is often about other people, about mm-hmm. pleasing other people. Yes. Oh, like that's... Yes. Planning the really, really big, beautiful wedding so that way when people come, they enjoy their experience. And you want them to. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I've been there. Like, I yeah. did that thing, you know? <laughs> and I, I, if I were to get married again, I would still do that thing because I want people to have a good time. I'm, I'm a, a people pleaser, but I don't think that that's a bad thing either, mm-hmm. you know? Where I get into um, trouble is when I want to do something, but I don't do it because I'm fearful that people are going to judge me, right? I still think it's it's beneficial to want to uplift and have people feel feel good about their experience and whatever they're doing. And if that's with a really big, beautiful wedding, hell yeah. Right. Do the thing. Yes. You know? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I'm doing this. I'm making this conscious decision. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Not it, because I people are telling me to do it. It's because yes. I, I want to do this. Yes. And it could even go the other way of like, maybe I really want this big, beautiful wedding. Or maybe I really want this small, intimate wedding. But I'm fearful that other people are going to want the smaller wedding or the bigger wedding. Sure. And then you compromise on what you want based off of what other people want for themselves or what you think other people want for themselves. So I think it can go both ways mm-hmm. too. I think about this a lot with family planning. Like we, there was so much of my life where I said, I'm not having kids. I'm focusing on my career. Mm-hmm. I'm a feminist. I'm yes. a, you know, I'm going to rock this whole career path. Mm-hmm. And when I actually asked myself what I wanted, I really did want kids. Mm-hmm. And that didn't mean I had to give up what I was doing. Yes. Um, but I just needed to make that decision for myself. And it was actually yoga that helped me gain that, I don't know, confidence, mm-hmm. belief in myself to listen to what I was saying. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And now I have two awesome kids and I'm like, oh, thank goodness. They're beautiful. <laughs> if you haven't seen Ashley's kids, you got to see your kids. They're the cutest things They're ever. hilarious. They're hilarious. <laughs> but I think that's what you're saying right there too is really beautiful in the sense that Sometimes as human beings, we like to put ourselves and each other in boxes of you are this and so you can only do this thing, right? So if you're a feminist, you can't have kids right? or you can't, you know what I mean? It's It's, so stupid. not saying that that is the narrative or the story, but sometimes we have narratives Mm -hmm. and stories of how people should act or, or be seen or how we should act or how we should be seen. 
And why can't we have all of it, right? Why can't I be a feminist and have kids? Why can't I be a yogi and and an entrepreneur at the same time? Why can't I be, you know, and that for me is where the yoga comes in is the inquisitive behavior and the inquisitive mindset of what's possible and what do I want to feel and how do I want to experience life and how do I, you know, can I, can I have it all? And sometimes yes, sometimes no. Mm -hmm. And we get to be with it and we get Mm -hmm. to we get to play with it too. Mm-hmm. So. How did you get into yoga in the first place? Oh man, if anyone knows uh, core power yoga, yes, yes, we are all We're, core power fans. Core power yoga on fans. This channel, yes. that's for sure. Yes, I started um, my yoga practice. <clears throat> I think in like 2008 or 2009, somewhere around there, and I had a friend that asked me if I wanted to go to a yoga class, and I was like. Sure, I could really use some like relaxation. Little did I know that we were going to a yoga sculpt class. Oh yes. <laughs> and if you have ever taken a yoga sculpt class in a heated room with weights, um you know that I was very surprised when I got there. But I was hooked and I I really loved the community aspect of it, the connection aspect of it, connecting to my body in a specific way and in an an intentional way, Um, connecting with the instructor, having a conversation with the person that was teaching me. And it stayed there for quite a while. I really liked the sculpt aspect. I wasn't necessarily drawn to the other yogic uh, principles, we'll Mm -hmm. call it. Through that, that time period, I got married. I, um, it was a short marriage Mm -hmm. and the marriage ended up, um, coming to an end about officially like a year after we got married throughout that experience. I, I started to question what I was doing with my life, what choices I was making it. I think anytime you go through a big life change, right? So getting married is a big life change. And then within a year, also like that marriage dissolving Mm -hmm. um, is a big life change. And through that, you start to question, okay, the choices that I'm making have given me the results that I have right now. And um, I decided, okay, something that gives me life is this thing called yoga. So I did my first teacher training. I did a yoga sculpt teacher training right away. And that experience of inquiry and self-reflection and getting up in front of a bunch of people and doing this thing that's really intimidating gave me so much confidence and also it was like really scary at the same time, you know? Um, And it got me to start to explore the different aspects of yoga, Um, like the mindfulness stuff of the meditation, reflecting inward more, asking myself even more, why am I doing the things that I'm doing? What are the relationships that I value? What are the the values, the, the principles in my life that I value? Um, and through that, I decided to do a power teacher training. And when I did that, then my whole world completely opened up. Um, and I started to realize the value for other people in, in looking inward and realizing, okay, this, this is something that I need to, to gift to other people. It's funny what brings us into a yoga practice, into these self-care, if you will, practices. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you know hindsight's 2020 we you know what i do is is just get to to share yoga and just like you and mm-hmm. share it with other people and some people are just they're living in their power and they get to share their power with their partner through this process yes and some people are still finding themselves mm-hmm. and it's you know what all of the above a yes yes <laughs> you can do it at any time yeah and i i don't think that there isn't always a cap to us discovering our power, right? So maybe at this moment in my life, my power looks like X, Y, and Z, but maybe in a year, my power, my confidence, my strength looks like X, Y, and Z times or squared. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so what the yoga practice, having a consistent practice means that your evolution continues to to grow and transform. Um, yeah. I, so couples that are seeking out opportunities to connect, mm-hmm. they can they can come to Wedded Wellness, but they are there's so many resources to build a home practice. Mm-hmm. And I'll admit, the times that I ask my husband to do yoga, <laughs> most of the time he's like, mm, "Really, I'm gonna pass." But the few times that we've really done it together um, have been really wonderful, and. I think a home practice is where often people start. That's, mm-hmm. you know, like, I do yoga with with um, this particular YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Tell me about how someone, you know, a bride or groom or just anyone listening can start to build their home practice, hopefully with an yes. Inquire to Inspire. Yes, yes, and Wedded Wellness. And Wedded Wellness. And maybe <laughs> some events with Inquire to Inspire and Wedded the Wellness. The both of us. Yeah. <laughs> just saying, look out for it, friends. Um, I... I think first identifying, okay, do I want to practice? Like, do I want this for myself? Because I think if you're not passionate about something, like anything in life, you're not going to be as committed to it. So I think you have to find the value first of, okay, what what would this home practice um, support me with? Getting clear with your intention. What do I want to uncover? What do I want to learn? Maybe it's purely physical and I want to build a relationship with my body. Maybe it's a little bit more energetic. I want to build confidence. I want to build um, connection with my my partner. I want to uh, take down the walls of uh, insecurity and step into my confidence. And then once you get clear with your intention of why you want to do something, then start to plan out, okay, what days does it serve me? to do this plan it out ahead of time I think whenever we plan things I don't know I'm a planner I'm type A very much a planner I like to plan yes Yes. (laughs) um planning the days that you are wanting to to practice and then also finding teachers that that resonate with you that speak to you so maybe it's inquired to inspire I would love that uh but maybe it's also another teacher that you find online or maybe it's another teacher in person maybe it's another teacher on a different app I think you have to connect with the people and you have to be able to relate to the people that you're learning from um, in order to stay really committed and connected to it. Uh, And then from there, consistency. Consistency is key and also an openness to, to receive whatever you're meant to receive. Sometimes I start something and I think it's going to look one way or I think I'm going to learn something or I need to learn this aspect of it. And then when I do it, it's like, nope, I'm supposed to learn this thing. 
I'm supposed to uncover this thing about me. So being open to receiving whatever you're meant to learn as well. And have fun. Have fun. It. Yes. Have fun with it. Play with it. Because if it's not fun, you're not you're not going to want to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it is so less so much less intimidating to start a regular practice at home i mean Mm -hmm. to actually have fun not be worried about who's i don't know paying attention i mean truly in yoga classes most of the time no one's paying attention to what you're doing but it's hard to for to to forget that in a a practice so at home you can try new things on Mm -hmm. and what you're saying right there i think is a mirror for what we experience in life right when I first went into a yoga class, a yoga studio, rather, I thought everyone was looking at me. Yeah, same. I was very aware of everyone around me thinking that they were thinking about me. And that's how I sometimes show up in life, right? I think that people are looking at me when I'm doing uh, my everyday thing, right? Or they're judging me when I'm doing my everyday thing when really they're just doing their everyday thing and they might be worried that other people are judging them as well. So first identifying that if that's the case, if that's like what you're worried about when you're going into it, like be with that and let it show you that's what you're thinking about and that's what you're worried about and that's what your mind's trying to take you away from. Uh, But because that is a very real thing and sometimes we need to be able to work through that on our own, getting comfortable in your body by yourself in the space and the comfort of your own home, I think is a really beautiful place to start too. Uh, because then you can look silly if you want to look yeah. silly. You can <laughs> stop and watch the video instead of feeling like you have to do it and also take in all this information from the teacher and also think about what you're thinking about and observant to what you're thinking about. Um, so I think a home setting is really beautiful in in the beginning. And even, I, like, that's where my home practice, or that's where my practice is mostly too, is at home. Um, because it, I can make it look like however it needs to look. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can start by being guided yeah. and then maybe eventually exactly. start to build on your own, what feels good in your own body, your own, mm-hmm. your own sequences at home. And it's mm-hmm. just, it can really grow. Yes. I love that. Yes. Thanks for doing that work. Yes. Spreading, spreading yoga to everyone, really. Yes. Know? I love you. It doesn't feel like work. It feels like fun. Yeah. It feels like a game. You know, because it feels like it's it's something that I'm meant to be doing and sharing. It's something I'm really passionate about. So I love it. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I do love it. Right? <laughs> and that's what life can be is this fun, playful thing and doing things that are really passionate or that you're really passionate about. And for me, it starts with understanding who you are. And yoga was the thing that helped me uncover that. This, the last few um, guests we've had on on Wedded Wellness have been have talked about fun, mm-hmm. and I, I I really believe that yoga at times gets really serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which it is. I mean, it's a beautiful you know history and lineage, mm-hmm. and there's so much to yoga, and we need to have fun while doing yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> because if we're ne- if we are neglecting that side of the practice as well, then we're also neglecting a side of ourselves and we're also neglecting a side of the human condition. What yoga does is uncover or it encourages us to uncover the full spectrum of the human experience. So what do I 
do when I'm sad? What do I do when I am happy? What does it feel like to be sad? What does it feel like to be happy? What does it energetically, physically feel like when I'm a little bit down or when I'm challenged, you know? And so in order to have a full, rich practice, you got to have all of it in there. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have the playfulness. You got to have the seriousness. You got to have the the um, music music aspect for me anyways. Yeah. You got to have the, the quiet stillness. You have to have, you know, you got to have all of it to really show you how you respond to the full experience of being a human. The full experience. Mm-hmm. And that's such a good parallel to... This time when your your life is changing and you're developing as a couple for the yeah. first time. And yes. You get to grow and have those moments of sadness, of joy, of... Mm-hmm. Because guess what? Together. Yes. That's going to come up in any relationship, yeah. right? I'm going to be frustrated with a romantic partner. I'm going to get frustrated with myself. I'm going to be happy with my romantic partner. I'm going to be happy with myself. And so what the yoga practice does for me is show me how do I respond when I'm frustrated? So then that way I can articulate to my romantic partner, like, Hey, I'm feeling frustrated because of X, Y, and Z. I know that it's, I get to take ownership of this and take ownership of my feelings. I'm not casting blame on you for creating this thing in me, but then you can communicate it to your partner so then they can see it from a place of um, objectivity versus subjectivity, right? So now I see it from a place of it's not about me. This is what you're going through. And then they can step in to support you because they realize it's not about them and what they're doing, but they see that it's how you're interpreting the situation, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I like to say out loud. I learned this from Brene Brown. Oh, I love her. Say out loud. What that what it is I'm telling myself in my head. To, yes, to my spouse, and yes, it helps a lot because it's when I actually even verbalize it. I'm feeling this way because this is what's happening in my head. Like mm-hmm. I think that you're mad at me because I didn't do the dishes yes. or whatever. And yes. he's like, "Oh, I wasn't mad at all. Uh-huh. Like thanks for telling me that you right? thought that because that's not true, right?" Uh-huh. And when I actually verbalize it, I'm like, "Oh, that was maybe not yep. completely necessary." Yes, this like reaction. Yes. But as humans, we're, our nervous system, we're literally hardwired to not have to think. <laughs> we, our, our body wants to make it automatic. It makes it want to um, do things without having to think about it so we can be more efficient. But because of that, then we get into patterns of maybe I had an experience before when I was younger and my mom yelled at me for not unloading the dishwasher, right? So now I get really fearful of a full dishwasher, <laughs> right? Like I, oh my gosh, it gives me anxiety. It's got to be clean. Otherwise I'm going to get, I'm going to get yelled at. And because of that, then I project it onto my partner of like, why didn't you do the dishes? You, like we're going to get yelled at if we don't do the dishes when really it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't have to be that big of, of a deal. And then when you communicate that to your partner, like, Hey, I really like a clean kitchen because when I was younger, my mom used to get on my ass all the time (laughs) for not cleaning the kitchen. So when I freak out at you, know that it's coming from a place of like past traumas that I'm still working through myself. Um, And then because they can see it from that lens, then they're like, okay, it's not about me. It's just something that they've gone through. And then I can step in and maybe do the dishes a little bit more frequently because I know that'll support Ashley and feeling grounded. 
you know. And that for me use this tonight. <laughs> Thank you for that help. <laughs> Anyone take it. Take it. Go ahead. Dishes is the, the <laughs> common thing that comes up in most of my life. Dishes. Examples because it's yes. like for very real for me. Yes. Me and my sister. We live together. It's this it it doesn't even have to be a romantic relationship. It can no, be this is any your partners yes. in yes. life right now. Exactly. Absolutely. Your partner in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So I bet it was kind of stressful building out this whole YouTube channel and all mm. of your episodes and you have been hustling. <laughs> I love it. It's been it's been very inspirational. How did you stay grounded as you and keep moving Ooh, forward? Like how yeah. did you stay on top of this? Yeah. I haven't always. Okay. Fair. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But I have been able to recognize when I haven't been feeling grounded, right? So I sometimes, um, if you're like me, you're a doer and you like to do, 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 do things and accomplish things and you're very results driven. Uh, and so sometimes because of that, then I put my well-being on the back burner. And I'm like, oh, my yoga practice can wait a little bit. And because of that, then I just get into this little spirally place where uh, I'm not practicing. And then the anxiety starts to come in. And then I start worrying about what everyone else is thinking of me. And then I start doing things that I wouldn't necessarily do because of what other people think I should do or the feedback they've given me. So then when I recognize that in myself, then it's the, the realization, the understanding of, oh, there's that thing again that likes to show up, that anxiety, that that fear of what other people are going to think of me, that perfectionist mentality. Okay, time to get on my yoga mat, right? I don't think, and I could be wrong, based off of my experience, I don't know if that stuff ever really goes away. Mm. And that's what the yoga practice is here for, is to, to reveal to you that this is also part of being a human, is, is watching how you respond to things. And then when you see how you're responding and you're back into a pattern of not being conscious to your choices, then you get back to your yoga mat, bring in more mindfulness, maybe meditate, maybe uh, how you move through your day is more intentional. And then you feel more connected to your body. And because you feel more connected to your body and your mind, then you feel more grounded. And then because you feel more grounded, you're able to make choices that are connected to your heart and your soul of whatever you want to accomplish versus connected to your fear and anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's it's so much harder to take action on these tools mm-hmm. than it is to say, to almost to teach, you know, to yeah. teach people to do them and we have to practice them ourselves. And yes. It's a commitment. Like you said, put it in your calendar if it's your regular mm-hmm. yoga practice or just yeah. slowing down. But it's a commitment and it is so much easier to say than to do. Yeah. I always tell my students this every every yoga class. There's always a theme, right, within the yoga class, something that we focus on. And I like to share with everyone that whatever I'm teaching, whatever any yoga teacher's teaching, whatever you're sharing, Ashley, mm-hmm. is we're sharing it because it's relevant to us. And because it's relevant to us, that means that we're actively working on it and we're actively trying to find ways to support us with that thing. Mm-hmm. And because we've gone through it, then we can share our experience and maybe inspire other people to to find the same feelings of groundedness 
I think what can happen at times is from the outside looking in, I can see my teachers and they'll give advice or they'll give teachings and I think that they have it down pat when really they're actively working on it as well. So I think also giving ourselves grace mm-hmm. through it supports us in continuing to come back to the practice. Mm-hmm. It brings us all together. Mm-hmm. I mean, yo- yoga is unity. It's connecting yeah. people, right? Mm-hmm. And when we share what we're actively working on in class, mm-hmm. we connect. Yeah, we connect to them. People may or may not resonate with that, but it opens doors and people, I've had people say things. I remember a theme of your class like a couple months ago and now it's been like, oh yeah, I, I thought of that and that makes so mm-hmm. much sense. I'm like, let's talk more. And yes. It's helping them maybe not in the moment, but later. And sometimes it's right in the moment. Yes. Consistency is key. And also the openness to receive the lesson is key because I could hear something for years and years and years and years and then... I finally allowed myself to hear it sure. and then it, it pierces me in a different way, right? Or I hear it in a different way, or maybe I have an experience and then I hear the lesson again and then I'm like, oh, that's what that thing means. So I think again, consistency, because you might hear something one way, one time, but then you come again and then you hear it a completely different way based off of the energetic state that you're in. So consistency and also accountability to prioritizing the work of coming to your mat on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Consistency, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like in relationships, right? Ugh, right? I Communication, don't... consistency, connecting, yeah. C words. All of the good C words. Yes. yes. Yeah, because if I were to show up for a romantic partner or a friend one way and I'm like really engaged and then all of a sudden – Next week, I'm disengaged. I'm not connecting with them. There's going to be a disconnect in that relationship. And then that creates maybe some ungrounded feelings or some turmoil or some animosity, right? So consistency in your yoga practice and consistency in your relationships. What your yoga practice does is show you how you show up in life. So if I'm not consistent in my yoga practice... Chances are I'm not going to be consistent in a whole a lot of other things in my life, right? Mm. Consistency. Thanks for sharing that. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, for local listeners, local Twin Cities mm-hmm. listeners, we, Stassi and I, are super excited to be leading yes. a class together in March at Aria, the beautiful yes. venue. Um, more details to come on that. I'll link uh, the the tickets and everything into the show notes uh-huh. as this continues to evolve, but. It's an honor to be teaching next to you, and we're going to have so much fun. It's an honor to teach next to you and know you. (laughs) Friends, if you can do anything to support this gal, go and, like, love on her. I know this is your podcast, but I'm going to just, like, (laughs) everyone's got to know how great you are. Seriously, you are in such good hands with Ashley. She will not let you down. (laughs) She's the most consistent, accountable, loving, compassionate human that I know, and you're doing great things with this. Thank you for this your work support. Too. Mm-hmm. I got you. Tell us if we are brides and grooms or newly married couples or really anyone, mm-hmm. how they can practice with you either locally or on your YouTube channel. Yeah. You can find us on YouTube, Inquire to Inspire. It's Inquire, then the number two, Inspire. Subscribe to our channel. 
because that'll support us in continuing to do this work and offering these classes for free. Ashley, by the time that this is out, I think your um, your classes will be out. Yes, yes. So Yay. you can practice with Ashley and me. And then we have some other things in the future that you'll be able to practice with her again. Yeah. Uh, and then on Instagram, we have little shorts. So we do interviews. So that way you can get to know who the students are that you're practicing with. We did an interview with Ashley, so you can see that little sit down as well. And interviews with the musicians to see what they're creating. And we do those uh, do little shorts of those interviews on our Instagram channel. So same thing, inquire, number two, inspire. Uh, yeah, follow us on there. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Saucy. I, I love you. Very inspired today. Good. To inquire. Good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. We check out her website. Check out her YouTube channel. Check out her Instagram. Um, and I know that we'll have her back. Yeah. Very soon I to talk more yoga, wellness, mm-hmm. all the things. Thank you, Saucy. Thank you for having me. Thanks again for tuning into the Wedded Wellness Podcast. Um, This is one of our very first episodes and there's so much more to come. So if you like what you're hearing, hit subscribe now and give us a five-star rating. It really means a lot. Tune in next time and in the meantime, take care of yourself.